What's up, City of Champion podcast listeners? Welcome back to another episode of the show. Proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. Today's episode is brought to you by Park Power, a provider of electricity and natural gas in Alberta that offers low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. In Alberta, you get to choose who you buy your energy from. So if you choose Park Power, your money stays here. Plus, Park Power shares its profits with local not-for-profits that are working to make a difference for their communities. Shopping local is very important to Park Power's owner, Chris Kosowski, and we love local here at the Alberta Podcast Network, so it's a great fit. Learn more at parkpower.ca. And now, back to the show. My guest this week is a current European professional hockey player, former Edmonton Oilers defenseman, and overall a wicked dude, Ladislav Smeed. I was lucky enough to cross paths with Laddie this summer in Edmonton and fortunate enough to have him agree to come on the podcast. Laddie had an interesting NHL career that began began with him being traded to Edmonton for future Hall of Famer Chris Pronger immediately after the Oilers' legendary 06 run to the finals. Laddie made the team out of rookie camp and played the next decade in the NHL before moving back to his home country of Czech Republic a couple years ago to wind down his pro hockey career. Uh, Laddie wasn't a high skill guy or a dominant physical force, uh, but he did bring a virtually unmatched work ethic and a great attitude to every team that he played on. So that made him a favorite of almost everyone he's ever played with and uh, certainly everyone he's come in contact with. I really enjoyed chatting with Laddie and he's he's a hilarious guy. So please enjoy my conversation with Ladislav Smeed. Sitting here live with uh, Laddie Smead. Thanks for joining me, man. No problem. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I appreciate you making this work. Uh, I know you've got a busy summer and lots going on. And well, I always find uh, find time for this kind of stuff. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's been a pretty pretty busy summer, you know, between training and my kids. Uh, you know, yeah, <laughs> don't have much time to to actually sit back and uh, kick my feet up. <laughs> <laughs> when do you actually get back from from the end of the summer in Europe? Uh, when when I get back when, when I go back to Europe. Sorry, when do you come back to Edmonton? For the oh, summer? I think it was at the end of the April. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because oh, so you get a good chunk of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we went all the way to the final, so the sh- the summer was kind of short shorter this year, and yeah, like the the league starts a little bit earlier than than the yeah. NHL. Like I, I think, well, this year is even more special because we get ourselves into uh, Champions League. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure if I'm a huge fan of that because uh, what is that exactly? So uh, each each league, I think we send our league. I think since like three or four teams, uh, if you are top two teams in the regular season, and then I think the finalists of the playoffs. Yeah, you adv- you get yourself into the Champions League. Okay, and like each league sends, I don't know how many. Like some of the leagues, like one, some of the two, some of the four. Yeah, KHL. Except for KHL, they don't want to participate in that. Well, they, seriously, they, they just don't see the point, I guess. They said it's not, uh, the quality is not good enough for them. It's like a yeah. waste of time. Okay. So it's like Swedish League, Finnish, Swiss, German, Czech, uh, I think English League sense. Some, I'm not sure if Slovakian, maybe two. Yeah, it's, you know what, it's, it's kind of cool concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like when I like I love soccer yeah. and like when you compare um, like compared to the soccer and how much money those teams make yeah. of it 
actually our teams are losing money like with travel and oh, stuff you don't yeah. actually make any money of it it's it's cool to like compare yourself with other teams and like so so uh you know your team's name get recognized around europe but but uh yeah it's cramped up schedule like you play on like tuesdays and wednesdays and then then you have your own league which is friday oh. sunday oh like it, so it happens go- at the same time yeah the the champions league starts bit before uh our league starts yeah like a regular season but it goes throughout the throughout the year oh, and okay. it depends like if you make it if you advance out of your group stage and stuff right. so two years ago we uh we went all the way to the semifinals in that league but i think it it cost us some some games during our like a regular season, you know, right. because we were tired, we were traveling all the time. The yeah. other teams were getting rest, and yeah. so it was. I think when we actually got kicked out, then that's when we started to play our best hockey because we yeah. actually could. You need uh, that rest. Yeah, you, you need that. Right? You need that rest, and like I don't think a lot of guys are very um, comfortable with traveling, and mm-hmm. like it's not like traveling in the NHL too. Like, you know. <laughs> what do you take? Are you taking buses? Well, no, or? well. I'm not sure because we have like German German team, so we might be bussing there. Yeah. But we have also Sweden and I think Northern Ireland now, so we're gonna be uh, oh, like fly- fast. Yeah, yeah, both. Yeah. yeah, so we gotta be going. Th- we gotta be flying there, but still, it's not like a first class. Like yeah. I don't wanna be like too too cocky <laughs> or like too spoiled. But You're yeah, not it's it's not yet, it's so. not yeah it's not the same. And yeah. then you have to fly back, and then in two days you have. Uh, you have a game mm-hmm. so your body and and guys are not used to that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so you get tired and like just like piles up and i know our team like the owner he he loves getting our name out there in europe and he wants us to succeed which yeah. is which is great but on the other hand like you cannot have it all right you know? well and everyone thinks like oh it must be cool you get to go to all these places like yeah. ireland and germany but like they don't realize you don't get to see any of and, the anything. places you get, you get there you get there and it's like <coughs> well last year we actually we went to car uh, two years ago we went to cardiff and we did get there like the day before mm-hmm. so we got to see it a little bit i think this year is going to be a bit different uh, yeah it, it's cool to go to this place but like you said it's not it's not like it, it's a business it's yeah. not like yeah. sightseeing and yeah exactly like the team and the games come first yeah, yeah. what's the what's the owner of your team like what's it, what business is he in uh, he's a uh, construction well builder he mm-hmm. builds uh, he builds actually arenas he builds uh, like a huge buildings it's a big big company uh, he does it in Czech he does it around Europe mm-hmm. great guy like honestly like he saved hockey and like I can say in, you know enough good things about him he's, he's awesome he's very involved yeah he takes a lot of pride in this uh, how long has that team been around for a long time but uh, on like the top level I'd say like in the top league I'd say well just before they got there just before I started to play for them when I was 18 so I'd say like 18 years okay like 18 years on, on the top level but they played the leagues below yeah but he but when he got involved in like an ownership group and like when he took over that's when the team like advanced to the top league and right yeah and it's, like it seems European hockey's got some really good like history deep roots like it's as North Americans like we're so oblivious to it like right like I don't yeah. I don't ever think of European hockey unless I'm looking to see like who the Oilers like prospects are playing yeah. over in some place right? it's, it's totally different world like how it works here like like in Czech 
we don't have enough like we don't have that many hockey arenas like in Edmonton I don't know how many like 50 or 60 like I don't yeah. know how like it's crazy and then every little arena has got their own team and they play like through youth mm-hmm. in Czech it's so much different uh, like you have yeah not all of the city but like all like a bigger cities they have arenas so mm-hmm. they have their own teams but then then you have like a big cities like like my city mm-hmm. big 100,000 people but it's yeah. big for what's the, name, what's the name of the city uh, Liberec Li- Liberec yeah. so uh, and then and then you have the top team then you have a junior team and like it goes from like a grade one mm-hmm. all the way to like top team and okay. you're you're part of the like a white tigers Liberec right it's like it's not like my city's got like 10 other or like 100 other little midget teams and stuff like that you know yeah. it's like you, you belong to that team and you go so it's a club system yeah it's yeah. a club, club system versus a neighborhood system yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly so it's, it's so much so much different and yeah. then, then those big teams are taking players trying to find players from the other smaller cities mm-hmm. but now the problem is I'm getting deep into it like when I started we had like 30 guys mm-hmm. and start like playing for the team now 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 the teams have trouble like filling up the spots because there's so many other sports or like the sport is too expensive for parents or parents are too lazy to mm-hmm. drive in the kids yeah so like when you talk to like those those coaches who are like actually coaching the younger uh like younger teams it, it's like it's a big problem they don't care anymore is it ingrained into the culture like like in canada like hockey's pretty in our culture right like oh in czech too like everybody like when when there's like a world championship or olympics like the the whole country goes bananas yeah but when you're actually like trying to find players or like when it comes to like parents like uh signing up for for a hockey program mm-hmm. with, with their kids like it's less and less and right yeah. money is a problem uh the system kind of sucks too now um feel like we, we need to get like former players like me or, or guys like who who play in the nhl and i come came back we need to get more involved in like mm. a czech hockey system and like kind of bring the experience from uh, north america not just north american hockey but like from here and like international hockey and like mm-hmm. you know and help help kind of like to get Czech hockey where it belongs and right you know. so there's not enough of those programs right now no 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 and and I think some of the guys are getting involved now mm-hmm. more and more so hopefully we can we can bring even more guys and you know kind of get get the hats together and like yeah like lift the hockey up because uh yeah you need a really strong plan from the top yeah level. like hockey Canada is so good at that right so good and yeah. even US US hockey like great programs mm-hmm. you know Swedish hockey great mm-hmm. you know finish and and like we kind of like stood still like everybody like in 2000s and like those like when we had like a Strzok, Ayag or Hasek mm-hmm. yeah like we were like on top like we won Olympics yeah. world championships we had tons of guys in the NHL now it's like it's dipped dipped and like we we stood still like not, huh. nothing's going on that's interesting hey quick question like so you're born technically when the country is still Czechoslovakia yeah how when they when they split it up did they just do it geographically? How did you end up as as a Czech Republic? Uh... Uh, yeah, like, well, the Czech was always Czech, and then, so so you knew where the border is, oh, okay. border was. So it was then then we got Czechoslovakia, uh, and another part actually, Podkarpatskarus, and yeah, when we split, 
you knew where the border is because right. it, it, over the history, like there was always some kind of border. Oh, okay. But I don't remember like how it went with split. Like, but when you talk to people over my parents, like yeah. nobody really wanted to split. It was oh. just like a few politicians that they were interesting. You know, they yeah. basically made it. But like when you talk to people, like like when it, when it comes to sports, yeah. you would be so much stronger. As right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, <laughs> it's it's crazy, but yeah, it's takes like few guys who can make those decisions and they yeah. did they did them and must uh, have been some like economic yeah it, it was yeah there was they, probably the more culture? more issues but yeah. the culture like Czech and Slovak is the same very similar yeah, yeah. very similar like, yeah. we are very much the same people I um so during the world juniors in Alberta in 2012 I was part of the organizing committee and my job one of my jobs was to put together the um the fan book so it like was like 30 pages on information in Calgary and Edmonton about what to mm-hmm. do in this city and I made, I made a mistake when I put the schedule in. I accidentally kept Czech Republic as Czechoslovakia. Ooh. <laughs> but this is before Twitter took off and no one, like, I didn't get any complaints about no. it. Ah. But I remember, like, I was so oblivious to it. And then and then after that, I was like, okay, very aware of, of the two yeah. separate nations. Yeah, like, I, I don't get offend, offended at all. But a lot of people, a lot of people in North America, they don't know. They, they still call it, yeah, yeah they, they, still, they still call it Czechoslovakia. I don't really care. Like, yeah. It doesn't offend me at all. <laughs> That's good. It's good not to be offended yeah, in this day yeah. and age, right? Yeah. Um, so growing up there, like, did you ever think that playing in the NHL was a possibility? Or were you just playing to have fun and play? Uh, when I, I... I started to think about NHL when I was probably like 14, 15. Before mm-hmm. that, it was more like a fun. I didn't really... The, the, the problem was like now everything is televised all over the world. Like mm-hmm. NHL is doing good job at expanding and stuff but when I was growing up it was cool like there, there was some like a half hour I don't like a, it was like an NHL TV program which was on the regular TV but it was like they would like take it over from uh, from North America and they would just like put in a Czech language yeah. kind of thing yeah. but it was like only highlights for half hour okay. so that was the only time I could I could watch it yeah uh, there was many games. Internet wasn't. There was internet, obviously, yeah. but it wasn't huge on the NHL. Dialogue. Like it, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> it's, it sucked. Yeah, but yeah. So so that like I obviously knew the the players, like Czech players who played there, but mm-hmm. I never really watched any games or anything mm-hmm. until the later stages. And then when you're thirteen, fourteen, the scouts start. You know, they start coming to your games right. and like start like. So the NHL comes knocking kind of yeah. and you're like oh really this is a possibility yeah and and yeah when I was like 15 16 it's like oh you know I was on the radar and then mm-hmm. yeah I but still I you're, you're so like I played when I was 16 I started to play a few games for like uh, the the top team to men's team mm-hmm. and then I played for junior team and then like all the like the under 18 under 20 national team mm-hmm. so I was so busy playing hockey and having fun that I didn't really pay attention to any of like the That's draft good. and yeah. stuff so thank god because it kept me busy good not to get your two yeah, wrapped up I, I know and my dad played hockey for a long time so he was trying to you know keep me away from it kept you sheltered yeah. a little bit yeah but I know guys who like they see a scout in, in stands or like and they lose their shit or yeah, like yeah. they get nervous or yeah. it works it can it works both like it can work both ways like for sure so for some guys it gives them extra motivation and they're yeah. actually good but some guys like the opposite and they fucking 
suck. Well, you, know? you could say that's like the perfect that's the perfect test because you need the guys that are going to step up in the big moments. Right? Exactly. If you're a guy that falls apart under pressure, like you don't belong in the yeah. NHL. Yeah, you don't because the pressure, the people cannot imagine how much pressure there is in the NHL. Yeah. And like, I didn't even realize it while I was playing it, but like when you're, when you like step out and, mm -hmm. you know, do whatever, like performance or injuries or whatever. Mm. And then you look, look into it back like you're like my god there's so many players who are waiting for that opportunity and mm -hmm. I, I, I was so lucky right. that I, I played for so many years mm -hmm. like I I never and everybody says the same thing you don't appreciate it you don't appreciate it enough until you, you're out of it and, yeah. and it's true I think that's most things in life it's very hard to yeah. like be fully like aware of what's going on in your life yeah. but do you think players have it harder nowadays than, oh, yeah. than you did because like social media and yeah. all of that like my God, and and I was one of those guys who wouldn't read anything on That's the internet. Good. I would need read to be new, like that. newspapers, like. Mm -hmm. But I know guys now, like social media, even like in Czech, mm -hmm. like those young guys, they read everything on Facebook. Every, I'm like, don't read it. Yeah. It's like, did you hear what they what they say about this guy? I was yeah. like, I don't care. This is like, those are like stupid, ignorant people. They never played the sport. Mm -hmm. Like, if somebody who's got experience and like. I'll value his uh, opinion. Mm -hmm. Gonna say something? Sure, I'm gonna listen. Mm -hmm. But those guys usually don't cut you down like like people do, like regular, yeah. you know, like they're true professionals. Yeah, right? they're they're professionals. There's that level of people now that like it's their job to get like people riled up, and yeah. it's a job that their job to say something inflammatory or insulting, mm -hmm. and that's what gets the clicks and the attention. Yeah, right? I I just I, I don't know I I I don't think I can ever be personal like. Of course, like I snap, I lose my shit, you know, yeah. stuff like that. I'm passionate guy, passionate guy. <laughs> but I would never intentionally like try to cut somebody down because yeah. I I know that it hurts deep inside, and you think about it, and mm -hmm. it's not helpful at all. Yeah, yeah if, if there is a guy who can I use fuck? Yeah, you can. Yeah. You can use okay, if if he fucks around yeah. and he keeps going, like it's he just he just doesn't want to change his ways mm -hmm. and it's not helping anyone sure then then cut him down to like really wake him up right. and like but there but again you you can you you have to know the guy or like what what uh gets him going like some guys are like mentally weak and again then they shouldn't be in the business mm -hmm. but some of some guys don't like it so you have to be i guess psychologist now too like <laughs> yeah. I, I feel bad for coaches these days right. because you can't be just like in an old school hockey when I first came like it yeah. was like they would yell at you or like whatever yeah. and you just took it you're like but, just go do your fucking job yeah. right? like that's it now I feel like people are or players are more sensitive so you have to be careful with, mm -hmm. with it you know like, and with social media and like it's crazy so coach coaches now like I read an article yesterday there, there was some kind of like a coaches panel yeah there was like a bunch of coaches talking about it and some of them said said exactly the same thing like we have to be like more like f almost like friends and like mm. get to know the players and what yeah what gets them going and like you know like it's it's more difficult than 20 30 years ago than you just showed up and it's like yeah. shut up with the skates on and go play hockey and yeah like, exactly don't you know don't make don't don't make any excuses or don't cry about it like it, it was like it was simpler for sure well and it's it's tough because it's not necessarily 
better or worse. It's just the way that like society has changed. Exactly. Right? It's yeah. just it's just well, you got to deal with it the way it is. Yeah. But man, like I'll say one thing for the old way. Like there were some great stories that came out of that. Man, uh, I totally agree. I, I think it was just simple play hockey you had fun with your buddies yeah. now it's like fuck. you go to the dinner and, and half of these young guys are on the phone mm-hmm. fuck Instagram like taking pictures of their shoes it's like fuck off but, <laughs> like are you kidding me like or they they don't even go for a dinner they yeah. don't even go for beers anymore they, they play fucking go Fortnite. home and get on Fortnite and, and twitch it up and yeah. make money that way yeah I, when I when I start playing in check I, I was like I'm, I'm not gonna have kids here the whole you know like they gotta come and go so I'm gonna buy myself PlayStation I turned it on I think once yeah. in two years <laughs> yeah. I was like I'm way too old for this yeah. I'm like it's a waste of time I, I honestly I'd rather go for a walk or something yeah, yeah. Well, like your priorities change like, but you grew up playing that stuff right yeah you're, you're two years older than me right? yeah you're, you're an 86 yeah, yeah yeah so like I grew up like a gamer like N64 Super Nintendo yeah me too and all that me but too. like now I can't do it like no I feel guilty a... there's more productive things I can oh, do oh for sure time. yeah yeah I, I feel I feel the same but I guess <laughs> I guess uh, when I read articles about like a premier league like a soccer or like some NHLers they stay up all night yeah just can't I can't pr- process that because I guess it's better than other things like oh players could be out at the bars all the time oh for sure it's better than better that. than that but still this stuff like like there's like performance issues because guys don't get sleep yeah like oh fuck they need like they need parental controls on there like your xbox shuts off at, at yeah. midnight yeah but, but do you have to deal with that as a manager or uh or or a coach yeah whose job should that be yeah like how how hard is it to go to bed like by midnight mm-hmm. and show up for practice like fresh it's like you're doing something you get paid millions of dollars and then you can't even do that like I, I just I honestly I can't comprehend that yeah. like when, when you read these articles it's like fuck those things are addictive though they're made to hijack your brain they're made yeah. to like hit all the proper neurons and, and photoreceptors so that yeah. like you get addicted to them yeah like, they're super like people are addicted to those things I know like, I know you can be addicted to drugs or alcohol yeah. or sex or anything like they're addicted to gaming this... and it's it's crazy the, it the is... thing is you have to have something more important in your life than, yeah. than the addiction right so yeah, that's, and that's hard when you're a young guy. Yeah. Like, what do you have, really? Yeah. Like, you play hockey, and, and then you go home, you're bored. Oh, yeah. I'm going to play. Is it a mind fuck? Like, when you start making millions of dollars, like, do you start getting kind of, like, weirded out by people who try to be friends with you? Like, it, it, do you get almost paranoid, in a sense? Because it's like, do they actually, like, want to be my friend? Or, or do they want to be around me because I'm now successful and, and an NHL are making money? Did you ever, did you ever experience that at all? I, uh... I never really thought about it, but for sure I, I came across people who just wanted to be friends because you're yeah. famous or something like that. But at the end of the day, I have, I don't know, two, three of really good friends. Yeah. I know that they, they're there for me and that's mm-hmm. about it. And my dad always told me the same thing. Yeah. It's like, you're really going to see how many friends you have until, you know, when, when, when you stop playing hockey and you're just a regular Joe. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's coming to it <laughs> it's coming to it like I'm a very friendly guy you know? yeah. like I'll, I'll have drinks with people and stuff like that mm-hmm. but but I know who my true friends are right you keep that like inner circle very yeah. guarded and then still like friendly with everyone yeah. just yeah. outside of it yeah I think that's the best way to live because you can't be totally guarded you can't be like yeah you can't be total par- off putting to yeah. people yeah I, I, I wouldn't be able to live like that but but I 
I know who my true friends are. And, yeah. What was uh, what was your first time coming over to North America to play hockey? Was first it? time was PV tournament in PV Quebec. Tournament in Quebec. Yeah, so I was what, like thirteen. What was it? What What do you remember from that? <sighs> what I remember from it, like it was cool. It was like crazy. Yeah. There was like like sold out building. <laughs> yeah, like the. Where did you guys play? Were you in? Oh, in a big, like where uh, Quebec Nordiques. Okay, like, Quebec like, City. Yeah, okay. Quebec City. Um, yeah, it was insane. There was so many teams. Like I think it's the biggest tournament for that uh, age group. And yeah, like I I remember I was so nervous. I didn't do very well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it kind of opened my eyes that you know I saw what I had to. It wasn't like even like working on my hockey skills. It was working on my mental mm. mental toughness. And yeah, yeah I was trying to get better at that because I, I showed up uh, for the tournament and I honestly I was nervous before every game because all of a sudden there was I don't know 14 15,000 people mm-hmm. well now you've got sports psychologists everywhere to deal yeah. with that how did you deal with that back then how did you work on your mental toughness at that time honestly I just talked to my dad mostly yeah. a lot know? of conversations yeah. like reflecting yeah, yeah. now like I use sport sport uh, psychologists uh, throughout my career it yeah. helps like like people, well, now it's out there more, mm. but it, it honestly, it took not just sports psychologists. I, I think any kind of psychologist, like, because it's not just like a sports issues we deal with, you mm. know, it's like personal issues too. And then it creeps out into your sports performances. But it's sad that it took like guys, uh, you know, killing themselves to kind of recognize how big of an issue this is, yeah. you know, and it is a huge issue. Mm-hmm. And, it, it for sure has something to do with concussions and like the head trauma too and you know it but it's thank god like i said it's very sad that it took several guys you know mm-hmm. ending their life but now it's out there and everybody knows that and i i don't feel like guys are as embarrassed going through psychologists and actually teams supported more and more mm-hmm. to use to, to seek help because you know yeah the problem is everyone looks at it like like you need to fix something, but yeah. that's not the way to look no. at it. The way to look at it is as like, we're all kind of broken in some way or fucked up in yeah. some way. And we've all had trauma, you know, whether it was actually something that happened bad or whether you just like interpret it as yeah. something that happened to you, yeah. but we're all messed up in a way. So it should be, it should be looked at as a way to like build you up from neutral, like to make yeah. you even stronger and stronger, not to just get you to neutral. Yeah. Right? Oh like, yeah, for sure. I, I, I totally agree. And I, I work with, I think two or three and they helped me they yeah. helped me and I think I'm I'm, I'm uh, gonna uh, I'm gonna have to like look for some kind of help still or help or yeah you know somewhere to talk to after my career because yeah. I, I think that's the net next chapter of my life and I think the biggest chapter of my, of my life because you have half of your life to live yeah. basically and for sure well, when you're done playing hockey, now you're in control. Like you have to plan everything. Yeah, right? yeah. you don't have your structured train in the summer. Go play in the winter. Like that's very that, that, set. That's up for exactly you. yeah. That's exactly like it's it's up to you. Nobody. What are you gonna do? I, I honestly, I would like to be involved in hockey, mm-hmm. but the thing is, like, I wanted to get uh, involved in in Czech and you know Czech hockey, but my kids are Canadian, and mm-hmm. I I don't want to drag them over there, uh, so. I would like to get involved here and obviously the NHL is the biggest stage and yeah. I, I think I can give 
you know give some experience to uh, to some NHL team you know I have an experience in uh, NHL mm -hmm. international hockey mm -hmm. Europe so hopefully hopefully you know I can uh, send some emails and uh, find a job I, yeah. I would like to get involved in players development I think yeah uh, that I'm not that old and that I I saw some guys and not cutting anybody down but some some guys in players development roles they're they're like a little older and mm -hmm. I don't think that young guys kind of feel as comfortable talking to them right I I, I know how I felt yeah so you, you feel like you cannot like kind of open up and say everything yeah which I, I you know this is gonna be my last year playing hockey yeah. I'm gonna be 34 so mm -hmm. I don't think I'm that old no and when you talk to like a 20 22 24 year old guy mm -hmm. I'm still like pretty close to them so yeah. And and honestly, at the level of NHL, you obviously have some superstars that they're like above everybody. But mm -hmm. most of the guys, they're pretty even, mm -hmm. and it's all about the, like the mental stage and yeah. like how you how you uh, how you handle stuff internally and mentally and stuff, and how you know how you can get yourself prepared. And I think everybody can shoot, everybody can skate, you know. <laughs> you work on the, that stuff off season but during the season like when you go through the games and you know especially like I feel like especially for European guys who come over it's like a big jump mm -hmm. all of a sudden you know most of them like live in a family mm -hmm. or with family in Europe and all of a sudden you're on your own by yourself by yourself you have to language like language barrier yeah language barrier you have to start paying rent yeah. you gotta start going grocery shopping like stuff like that yeah. it's like everyday stuff that's normal me but not normal for young guys so I, I think I could get involved in, in that and kind of get off and on ice and you know yeah help. I think that's an that'd be an awesome position for you I mean, yeah just based I, on the short conversation already like you, you get it right like you've lived it you've done yeah. everything multiple teams played in Europe played in North America like and you you're kind of in that in-between era right yeah. like you're like there's the old eras like 80s and 90s guys and then the 2000s was sort of this weird thing where like nutrition and training yeah. were all getting better but they're not they weren't where they are nowadays right yeah. where everything is like a science yeah so it was this kind of like in between age where you guys had to like figure it out on your own yeah and i think like a lot of guys now probably just need that like hey i get it i've been there like it's good this is probably what's going to happen just like for someone to tell you like it's going to be okay basically and it sounds lame but it's so it's super powerful like it, that it can is. be so so helpful to people oh I, I i totally agree and obviously i'm gonna need some education on it too it's, it's gonna take some time but mm -hmm. like i everybody who knows me or who play with me uh, i'm really hard working guy I, I i would do anything on the ice and then then i want to take that approach to to my next job and, yeah uh, I know it's not gonna be easy, you know, uh, but I'm willing to try and I hate quitting, so <laughs> I'll I'll do whatever it takes. Yeah, you're a tough bastard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you blocked a ton of shots. I think you're known as a, a big shot blocker. Yeah, 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 and fuck, but like, that, like that's automatic, right? Like you didn't even think about no, it. No, you don't. Like, you don't think about it. You don't think job. about yeah injuries. Like when you start thinking about it, you're gonna get injured yeah. for sure. <laughs> and I, yeah, I I didn't and. You know, obviously, I'd never pictured myself blocking shots when I was leaving Europe, like yeah. because I was always like the skill guy, you know, drafted <laughs> high, and and yeah. then I kind of had to find myself a spot, you know, mm -hmm. and and on, on the roster, and 
yeah that i figured out and i was became more defensive defenseman yeah. blocking shots you know being tough to play against yeah but yeah it got me like 10 years in the league and like i'm very thankful for that Fuck, 10 more years than most people ever yeah <laughs> yeah it's uh Holy shit. yeah it was hard on my body but uh <laughs> you know i can i can say I, I i did it and yeah you know when was your first uh first pro fight do you remember that Pro fight, oh, I was, I think, I don't remember against who, but I was in in uh, Portland. Mm-hmm. I played AHL. Yeah. Yeah, guys, guys were just dying laughing. Like, it's just like. <laughs> Didn't go it, well? Well, it, it went well. Yeah. But it was just like, kind of like funny because I didn't really know what I was doing, you know, and <laughs> like I never fought before on yeah. the ice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And. I just talked about it in the locker room. I was like, I would really like to get involved in like fighting and stuff. <laughs> Guys, like just just play your game and like just don't worry about it. Yeah. When it happens, it happens. So, yeah, but I remember. I, I yeah, I remember. Like I I don't I don't remember what team, but I dropped my one glove. I'm and, gonna look it up while you're and, telling this story. And my D partner was like yelling, and we dropped the other one too. It was Bruno Saint Jacques was my D partner. He was like an older guy. Yeah, he was, told he had to tell you to drop the other glove. Yeah, kind of like because I, I kind of like was I don't know I, I don't know what, what I was thinking I was kind of like what's going on right now is is this really happening? It happens so fast, yeah, right? Like so fast. especially for people who don't normally fight. Yeah, and I was like nineteen too at the time. Like oh, this shit doesn't have your HL, just has your NHL fights. Yeah, it's so okay. It wasn't probably that good, but yeah. <laughs> We don't need it on online, right? No, <laughs> no, no, no. It was, what uh, did you think after that? Were you like, is that that's something I could do more of? Like, yeah, I, I kind of liked it. Yeah, and then I was I was still nineteen, so I was you know kind of <laughs> still a child. But when I made it to the NHL, like you, you have to like become a man basically, yeah, for sure. and, and sh- you know you play against stronger guys and stuff. Yeah, and I didn't mind it. Obviously, you win some, you lose some. Mm-hmm. Uh, the important thing is for me is like to show up yeah. yeah you earn respect like that mm-hmm. like if somebody beats the fuck out of you who cares really like as long as you give your all some guys yeah. are just like better fighters or yeah. or he gets a lucky shot mm-hmm. it is what it is but you showed up yeah you know well they always say like the you know the <clears throat> the tough guys would always say it was the anticipation of the fight yeah. Well, that was way worse than the actual fight. Oh, yeah, itself. yeah, yeah. So the actual fight's just over in a matter of seconds, right? And, and honestly, like, I fought some, like, tough guys, but I never thought, like, oh, my God, I'm scared. Yeah. Like, yeah, I like, when I dropped my mitts, I was, like, you get, like, kind of, like, nervous a little yeah. bit, yeah. but it's not like I'm scared. No, like, fuck, I want to kill you, buddy. Like, <laughs> whatever, but, 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 yeah, the actual fight is usually... Uh, you don't you don't feel half of the punches right adrenaline because yeah the adrenaline is like flowing yeah. it's like yeah it is what it is did you ever see Ice Gardens the documentary on yeah, yeah 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 because uh, Bri- Brian McGrath was part of it and he's my buddy uh, it was great yeah it do, was, the, do you think that helps a lot of people understand fighting a little bit better oh for sure yeah. I I honestly feel like it's silly to get rid of the fighting when when you actually when you talk about the concussions it makes zero sense. You don't get that many concussions mm-hmm. out of fighting. Yeah. Like it's from the careless hits, blindside yeah. hits, and those hits are happening because nobody is scared of anybody. Yeah. Like I, I get where the NHL is headed, but I think most of the guys will agree with me. Like you, you, you can afford one or two fighters mm-hmm. and 
somebody to fear on the other team mm -hmm. so you don't get these careless hits and it's most of the time it's the same guys who who does them yeah. so you know What's, those those are the those are the plays that the NHL has, has to get rid of. Yeah. What's the what's the ideal sort of enforcer nowadays? Because you can't just have a guy that can't no, skate and shoot you and have, pass, right? You, you have to be able like look at uh, look at Luch. Yeah. Like total package. Like mm -hmm. he's older now, but mm -hmm. yeah, he, he was, was a quintessential my God. enforcer power forward guy who could like put in twenty goals, but also beat up ninety nine percent of the people in the yeah. league. Right? It's, it's crazy. It's it's crazy. Like that. Uh, I I actually I was impressed with Nurse. Like he can fight. Yeah, that He's kid. Oh my God! Strong kid. Yeah, he can fight. <laughs> like you don't need like enforcers like heavy heavy weights mm -hmm. these days, but something like who can play like you know bigger guy. It, it, it's hard. Like those those guys are hard to come. Like yeah. scoring twenty goals and yeah. But even like look at Reeves. Mm -hmm. Like people fear him yeah for sure you know? and and he plays like 10 minutes he hits he can mm -hmm. skate like i'm i would be okay having a guy like that on on uh, on my team so are the oilers in trouble now that they've traded lucic to calgary do you think he's gonna run havoc on uh on our team no i don't i don't think so he's he's smart he's tough but he's fair he's yeah he's like, fair like yeah. he's he's an old school guy yeah he's an old school guy I think he just wants to have a bounce back year yeah, he's gonna sure. focus on that but yeah like if you do something yeah you gotta you know he's he's gonna He'll be there yeah, he's gonna job, be right? there and and that's fair yeah that's fair you know? it's so complex like the art of fighting like I've heard stories of guys who were getting into it with one guy and then the enforcer came in and had to stick up for his player, but like no one liked the one guy that was getting messed with. And he's like, well, it's my job. So two friends had to fight because it was just their job, right? Yeah. And then the one guy is like mad that he had to beat up his friend because this other guy's a prick on the ice, yeah. right? Like it's just such a convoluted, complex code that no one really knows. Yeah, it. it's, it's hard, but it is what it is. Yeah. Like, you know, like it's, it's kind of your job. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. What's uh? Well, you were traded from Edmonton to Calgary. So what? What are? What's the experience like in those two cities? Are they pretty similar in your? Uh, well, everybody knows Ed Edmonton is more blue collar. Yeah. Calgary white collar. Mm -hmm. uh, this is more like, I'd say. I don't want to say. F it's I. I got the question so many times, and it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Like the fans here, they're more like, they, they feel like they're like part of your family. Right. They approach you. They're not, they're not afraid to approach you anywhere. Talk about hockey mm -hmm. in Calgary, you know, like there's more money, white collar. So they're, yeah, they support a team. They're, they're like, they're sell out mm -hmm. crowds and all of that, but they're more like, kind of like away from you. They wouldn't just like approach you, approach you and right. take a picture. Like, yeah. you know, here, like you go to a dinner and like somebody recognizes you, they, they they go to and some guys don't like it. I I didn't mind it at all. Like I appreciate the fans, but it's more like 
like one big family here yeah. you know Edmonton fans seem to feel like they have ownership in the team yeah right? like they they look at it and like when the team doesn't move they don't like they feel like like a member of their family just fucking spit on them right? seriously like yeah that, that's 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 the best way to uh, and I haven't like I don't know what the Calgary fan experience is like because I've only lived in Calgary for two years before and of course I'd only go to games if Edmonton was in town yeah. right <laughs> but it's they seem to have good fans in in the saddle dome but yeah. I would never know what it's like from your perspective. Yeah, like it, yeah, it was always crazy. Like, like, but uh, like anything we would do, like they would support it. Like, would be always people. But like, it's not like you go in the city. Yeah, they recognize you, but mm. they are they give you your space kind of thing. Yeah. And like you know, you never had the luxury of playing in a, a North American city that doesn't care that much about hockey, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Guys talk about like Tampa and Florida and stuff. Well, and, I just I just read an article about uh, Neil. Yeah, yeah, he's like. He said it's not easy, right? No, to, to play in Canadian market, but I, I, I don't. On my, in my experience, I don't know how it, how it feels playing. <laughs> like I, you just gotta embrace know, it like, and say it is what it is, right? I think Jagger said it too, and and he he played when he played in Dallas. He's mm-hmm. like he had like a two media guys. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, he goes, this is crazy. Like yeah. two media people. Like he he played in some big markets, and like, I guess it's like. Le- you don't feel the pressure as much yeah I guess do you think that's good though like or do you think it could be good or bad it could be good (laughs) well it's always like the it should be like a kind of fine line yeah not too much of this or you know Mm -hmm. uh, like I like I said some guys get it and they 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 let it to uh to influence them too much right I, I don't know I, I don't know I didn't mind it here like I said I didn't read the newspapers of course like you hear sometimes on the TV or guys are talking in the, in the locker room about like what the media are saying and right. the media can be pretty tough here in the Canadian market yeah but if you can't handle it you shouldn't be in the league yeah you know I think that's but, a good but, attitude rise but, to the occasion yeah like, be better than them. yeah like, just it sucks like some like I said, it, it should be on a like professional level. I, like some media guys, they just cut way too deep. And like honestly, when I look at them, like guy couldn't even do the somersault, and he he's gonna be chirping <laughs> me. Like, are you fucking kidding me? But you know, it's it's embarrassing, yeah. and he chirps me like how yeah. I played. Yeah. But what whatever, like again, you have to just like let it go. Yeah. But I I don't know if I would like just like playing somewhere that nobody really cares like you, you go to the building and like nobody shows up yeah I, be, I, I think that would suck that, like, would, that would be suck. worse right that, that would suck like, and you get complacent too like maybe you're happy because at the end of the day you leave the rink and you've got your couple million bucks or whatever yeah. but it's like don't you want something more like don't you want to win don't you want a championship exactly. like, yeah yeah exactly yeah and share with your fans too mm-hmm. you know like it's not like you, you just do it for yourself like you, you do you do it for the city too yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. They support you, so you have to give back. What's um, what's like the line between confidence and like and um, like cockiness? Because you gotta have that swagger, right? As oh, I, I, I just that's funny you you mentioned that. I, I just saw Ibrahimovic, uh, the soccer player. Oh yeah, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Mm-hmm. He said he he said he's got he just scored hat trick. Yeah. The yeah. MLS, so so it was like a derby between uh, Galaxy, LA Galaxy, and LA another LA team, and yeah, they won three two. He he 
they they were like comparing him to to the shooter from the other team and the yeah. shooter is like I think he's got 21 goals and Ibrahimovic 16 and they compare those two mm-hmm. but Ibrahimovic is like 37 the other guy is 26 mm-hmm. and after the game he goes yeah you did one mistake you comparing Ferrari to Fiat <laughs> it's like you cannot I'm 37 like yeah. I had way better career like and like cocky like yeah. everybody talks about being cocky cocky for my taste too much mm-hmm. too much but he he explains it like I am I just believe in myself. I yeah. work hard. I believe in my ability. Mm-hmm. For me, it's confidence. For ignorant people, some other people, it's cockiness. Mm-hmm. He goes, I'm not, never going to change. And for sure, there is a fine line. Mm-hmm. He's probably too much for me. But i rather have that mm-hmm. guy who is confident. If it doesn't bother the other people in the locker room and right. you're, you just don't do like stupid shit to just make, your, make a name for yourself, yeah. then I'm okay with that. Like have confidence. Go out there mm-hmm. and just prove everybody you're you're the best. Don't just don't just fucking open your mouth and don't back it up. But yeah. if you can back it up, I'm fucking fine with that. Yeah. It seems like sometimes the line between confidence and cocky is just how much people like you. Yeah. If they love you, you're confident. Oh. If they hate you, you're, you're cocky, cocky. Right? Yeah. Uh, it, it's true. It's it's true. Like, but I rather have confident guy than than guy who shits the bat yeah. because he's just you know. For me, I love the, uh, like, Connor's known as a pretty humble guy, right? Yeah. But that one game where he, like, pointed at the ref, he's like, check upstairs, yeah. so that one went in. I love that because it was like, you've got to have a little fire sometimes. Oh, like, sure. even if you're humble, if you get pushed hard enough, you got to push back. Oh, they call me in my, uh, in the locker room in China, they call me psychopath. <laughs> psychopath? Psychopath. Why? Well, the, when we play against uh, Berna in semifinals, was like, it's not really a, like media made it kind of like a rivalry mm-hmm. because they beat when I wasn't there they beat us they beat the team in the, in the finals and it was ugly it was like 4 nothing in the finals like you get you get swept yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it so now we play them in a semifinal so it was like media all over the place and and there have you ever been in a uh, like a Czech hockey game <laughs> I can't it's say like, I have. They, they have like these like a fan clubs yeah so, so in Brno it's like the loudest building they have two fan clubs mm-hmm. so it's like a four sides two sides are like normal fans and two sides are like fans, hooli- fans with like a fucking drums yeah. and like they sing the whole fucking game yeah so the whole stadium was cheering Smith's psychopath so it it stuck <laughs> did you it, like that I oh yeah I was like I was like I was getting them going conducting oh them because or... I'm fuck like when I go on ice it's yeah. fucking like it's over it's fucking like switch mm-hmm. and when somebody pisses me over a referee it's 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 no. crazy and my teammates know it too so yeah they they call me for a sub player they call me psychopath because I, I i am probably again i'm sometimes too much yeah too much but i i just can't i just can't fucking control it i'm like so into the game and i would honestly have fucking i would rip somebody's head to fucking yeah. win the game but that's authentic right like at least yeah I, I don't fake. pretend i don't yeah. no it's not fake yeah. it's not fake i just i just can't imagine playing any other way mm. i just played soccer on saturday with a group of friends and like even there it's like fuck psychopaths on the field seriously <laughs> like I, I just yeah, i step on somebody's foot or like hit somebody a little bit yeah they like look at you it's like fuck like i'm trying to win yeah don't look at me like that i love it i think that's missing from a lot of a lot of sports now. but but, but for me it's like for sure it again fine line that goes with everything in life i mm. feel like can be too crazy or you know the other way mm-hmm. 
just I I can separate the on ice stuff and off ice stuff. Mm. Like, of course, like I I cross some guys that I'm friends with, and they some some guys don't understand that. Whatever happens in those sixty minutes, unless I do something stupid, like I'm not trying to hurt you, but yeah. I'm gonna try trying to make it as unpleasant as possible so we win the game. Yeah. But some guys can not separate. Like I'm okay with go going for beers with the guy after the game. I don't. Ha- I have no problem or, or talk. But some guys they won't even fucking look at me. That's in- like yeah, so they take and, it personal. Yeah. The, the the stupidest thing that yeah. the, the Czech league has is shaking fucking hands after the game. Every game you shake hands. Yeah, except for playoffs. Yeah. In the playoffs, uh, at the end of the playoff playoffs, you shake hands. Yeah. In the regular season, you shake fucking hands after each game. Yeah. It's like, fuck. It's like, can get you imagine? Yeah. Here, can you imagine? No. It would be a fucking brawl. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like I don't get like because you know you're gonna see them again too, yeah. like in like a week or two weeks. Yeah. Right? It's, it's, at least at the end of the playoff series, it's like, hey, we're done for the year. Good job. I feel like it's right? like fucking communist thing or something. <laughs> like, yeah, it was great playing you guys. Like, yeah. holy fuck, like bunch of sheeps. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like Just showing off and then waving. Yeah, the yeah. Like, like stands. <laughs> It's like it's 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 stupid, yeah. But yeah, maybe maybe you can get into at some point get into the check system and like get some changes going, right? Like, oh man, like there's some there's some like a old school stuff that's like fuck. Like, what, what was what, it like going back to play there? Like, was it a lot of guys say going to play in Europe was really like rejuvenating for them? Really brought back the love of hockey. I don't know if you ever. That's lost that's it. how I look at it. That's yeah. why I wanted to play one more year because yeah. honestly. Uh, Especially how I ended in the NHL with the injuries and, uh, you know, uh, just was, yeah, kind of left a sour taste in my mouth. And yeah. Like, that, that's not why I started to play hockey in the first place. And when I came back, it was challenging because I haven't played for a year and a half. But when I got back to the level I, I thought I could, mm-hmm. yeah, it was so, so much more enjoyable and yeah I started to love hockey again and they paired me up with this young kid and I I, I feel like I can help him and mm-hmm. you know see kind of his development yeah talking to him and calling him names most of the time because <laughs> fuck he's stupid sometimes but but it's perfect this is perfect training for your role after hockey exactly. right? you're practicing with one guy and then you'll get a stable uh, of guys he takes a lot of abuse <laughs> but uh is yeah. he a young hotshot guy or is he just kind of like an average prospect? I think, I think he can... I think... I don't know if NHL, but for sure he can... Yeah. He can make it somewhere in Europe or a national team. Yeah. He's good. He's He's got a little cockiness in him. Confidence, cockiness. Yeah. Uh, so just put him down when he needs to be put yeah, down. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And like with, with him, it was all about hard work. Yeah. So... I, I still have to get on his diet, but then I would have to fucking live with him. I don't want to live with him. <laughs> but yeah, guys are always like making fun of me. He's like, well, you're basically his personal coach yeah. <laughs> and his body looks disgusting. I was like, like, what can I tell you guys? Like some guys have it, some guys don't. And yeah. he probably eats like shit, but yeah. like he does everything I do. Like even like we show up, we show, we show up in the morning and he basically follows me like mm. gym, like whatever warm ups yeah. he does everything with me so you got all the professional stuff he's just got to learn to take care of the outside exactly stuff a bit. yeah like and I talk to him a lot talk to him about uh, 
it probably seems sometimes I hate him, mm. but it's not like it's a kind of like a tough love. Yeah, older brother. Yeah, my dad was too. tough on me too, and mm-hmm. and he appreciated it. And, and the best thing was when when his dad and mom like they almost cried and talked to me at the end of the year and like yeah. how much I yeah. helped him and stuff. And it's fuck good. that like that meant the world to me. Yeah, like that somebody like from outside. Well, yeah, recognized mm-hmm. that. I'm trying to help him and, and he actually get so much better yeah like sometimes ev- when you're in it you can't realize how much of a difference or change you're making right? yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's exactly. only afterwards you look back like appreciating so yeah you look back and you're like wow like that was actually a big deal yeah that's and very cool yeah it was yeah and that's not a thing that like fulfills me mm-hmm. not just the hockey side but seeing like these young guys or especially him kind of getting better and better and I don't want to take full credit but mm-hmm. I, I can take some credit to it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You take as much as you put in. Yeah, right? like that yeah. makes sense. It's awesome. Yeah, I love it there. And another thing is the co the coaching staff is great there. Like yeah. I I know them. I know our head coach who's gonna be stepping down because he get he's gonna be a head coach of the national team. Mm-hmm. But he's like he's a younger guy. He's like forty one. I want forty two. Mm-hmm. And he's very open minded. He goes. He goes overseas here and goes to like a Rangers camp, Boston camp, uh, sees the newest trends and like the signs behind it and he brings it back and kind of like trying to coach like a modern coach. And yeah. Like, it's great. You can actually talk to him and so, like give him shit sometimes because he gives me shit all the time. So, but right. he, he takes it sometimes. He If he fucks something up, like mm-hmm. he's... It's not like I'm gonna be yelling at him like Sran, but yeah, he can take some criticism too. And sometimes he says it just without even anybody saying anything to him. Like mm-hmm. you know, like guys, I fucked up, and yeah. I need to get better. Just like you guys, I need to get better. And like, great. And he's kind of he's got a role of like in soccer managers in England. They do everything. They coach and they they get their own players. Oh, so okay. he's got a he's got both too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he builds his own team and then he coaches this gives the system and and it worked and he's mm-hmm. been successful and that's why he's gonna get a shot with the national team and now he's gonna have to step down but the guy who is behind him he uh he uh he play in the ahl here uh what was the other league ihf what was the old below the AHL? No, it was NHL then AHL and there was a one more league. It was um, WHA way back. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what what he played. He's older now. Okay. But uh, yeah, then he played on international stage two and I think in Switzerland. He's got a lot of shitload of experience. He yeah. he, I think he was involved with Winnipeg too, and now he's gonna be our head coach and great guy too. Yeah. Like a lot of experience. Like, I'm most fascinated when the older guys are able to 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 evolve, right? Like when they that's the thing. when they change from that older hard nose, like no bullshit, like way to like, hey guys, like I'm gonna be accountable, I'm gonna be transparent, I'm gonna explain my decisions. Right? I respect like, it even more. Yeah, it's it's way better, right? When you've yeah. got a when you've got someone that owns up to their shit, you respect them. Oh, it's like ten times more, just yeah. because it's. It, you get it you go and I know if they make a mistake again they're not going to pin it on me they're going to own it yeah and then it makes you at least by example and you go if I make a mistake I'm going to own it hey guys I fucked this one up so oh, for sure and you like for sure I'm going to work harder for a guy like that mm-hmm. or you know you know what I mean I, I work hard every every game yeah. I, I wouldn't be able, even if you would piss me off I wouldn't be able to just turn it off but 
for sure, like the guys in general are gonna do more for a guy like that than yeah. Just you're, it's a different motivation, right? Yeah. Like a coach that's just an authoritative dick. Yeah. You're like you're almost playing hard in spite of him. You're yeah. almost playing hard to say yeah. fuck you. Fuck buddy. you. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. But but a but a good coach, you're like I want to make him proud. Yeah. I, I want to do the best yeah, for him. I want to make him successful. Yeah. As much as he wants me to to be successful. So throughout your career, what's been the most uh, your proudest moment personally? What uh, what have you kind of most been you know look back fondly on? Um. For sure, first NHL game and then Olympics. Yeah, yeah, it's like, um, yeah, start with NHL. Yeah, you when you actually see it getting closer and closer, mm-hmm. but still, but still, like like I said, there's so many guys who are waiting for that opportunity, and mm-hmm. it's not just getting the the one game. It's like sticking with the team. Mm-hmm. For sure, but you played you played your first NHL game for the Oilers, right? Yeah, yeah. against Calgary in in, in Edmonton. And in Edmonton, yes. It Calgary. was amazing. Like I, I can I can describe the leg, it. Leg shaking. Yeah, and... it's it's just but like I don't even remember the the whole day. Everybody's like, so how was the day? Like, yeah. No, you're like so focused. Like mm-hmm. fuck, you you just want to do good and like just flies by yeah. and it's like end of the game it's like holy fuck I, I didn't really even enjoy it because, yeah. but I was very proud and my parents were proud of me and, and then and then uh, Olympics because my dad played the Olympics and mm-hmm. so it was something that I always wanted to do you know to represent my country yeah. what year was that? Uh, 2014 in Sochi 2014 in Sochi yeah so, how was that experience like uh, amazing Russia was good <laughs> even though it was in Russia but it was well organized yeah. it, was, it was cool they, they built a fucking new city within the city yeah. kind of thing did you but, guys play Canada? no no we played uh, US we played Sweden Switzerland Latvia uh, Slovakia did yeah. you get was Jager on that team? yeah yeah was he your favorite player growing up? uh like everybody liked him but I was defenseman so yeah. I, Nick Lindstrom always yeah. and uh, Thomas Caberle yeah yeah. that must have been wild though to play with a guy like Yager <laughs> insane <laughs> legend yeah <laughs> legend you know like, we're, still a legend he's still, still a le- he's still, still yeah still fucking playing he's, I think he's more famous now than he was when he was yeah, at the yeah. peak of his game fucking 48 or whatever he yeah. Is. yeah he's like he's like 260 or something he's just like holy shit 260 he said he has to go or like 250 he said he has to lose like 25 pounds before the season starts or he won't be able to move <laughs> is so. he in your league yeah yep. well they they advanced oh, so him okay. and uh Plekanec, yeah uh got the got that team and into the top league they won the the league below and they advanced so and he said he's gonna play good for him fuck, yeah, fuck i can imagine 48 dude like <laughs> 15 years older than you it's it's fucked <laughs> I, and it's honestly fuck it. There's no words for it. Like yeah. how? Yeah. What, what is the motivation? Like, it probably helps. He doesn't have kids or a wife or mm-hmm. anything. Because mm-hmm. normal wife would probably tell you to fuck off <laughs> and it's like fucking fuck off and yeah. start taking care of the kids and yeah. shit like that. Yeah. But yeah, like he he loves hockey. I guess he's, he's got to be. He's got to love on, hockey. He's got to be on testosterone replacement therapy or something. Like I have no idea. They say like about. when you get married and have kids, your testosterone level drops too. So maybe that's part of it. Yeah. Maybe that's like the scientific explanation. Yeah, I guess. Right? Yeah. <laughs> You're not getting nagged. You don't have the stress. You don't have all that shit, yeah. right? No, he doesn't have that. 
I think he just broke up with his girlfriend too, so he's fucking flying solo now. Fuck, he's living. Fucking f- <laughs> <laughs> especially him. Holy fuck! Yeah, so famous wherever he goes. <laughs> it's like the fucking mayor, mayor of Czech or president of Czech. Fuck, <laughs> crazy. Uh, so anyway, this has been awesome, lad. I appreciate it. Last question for you today. Um, what's your favorite thing about Edmonton? But bonus points if you can say something that no one said before. That's <laughs> my favorite thing about Edmonton. Yeah. Well, like, why, why, you know, other than your kids, why do you, why do you come back here every summer? Like, what, what, what's the draw here? It's honestly, uh, I have, I have so many friends and the, the city is just so friendly. Like, yeah. I feel like at home, yeah. you, know, you know, it's, it's obviously Czech is going to be always my, my home, but I don't feel like when I leave Czech, I come in here, I don't feel like I'm going into mm. like a strange place. Yeah. Like it's my second, I, I feel like coming home. Yeah too so I think it's hard for people to have that mm. anywhere and like like I said if people are friendly like I like Canadians in general are friendly but this city is very friendly and yeah. uh, I I'm, I'm still like kind of shocked when I do something people still recognize me and they want to chat sometimes yeah. and, like I haven't been here for a while mm-hmm. but like I said I like it it feels like home I have a lot of friends here and I re- really cherish that. Yeah. I, I'm, I will never forget the time I spent here. It was like big part of my uh, big part of my career, and now you know I'll, I'll be living here. Like yeah. my kids are, my kids are Calgarians, but oh, okay, they were born there. Yeah. But now, now they live here, and uh, yeah, that's that's uh, where my family is, and that's uh, where I'm gonna live. Cool, man. Well, we're glad to have you here, and uh, good luck next season. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for making this work. Oh, anytime, man. A lot of fun. Thank you. All right. Later, dude. Thanks for tuning in, everyone, and we wish Laddie the best in his season of the Czech Republic this year. Last thing for today, as a member of the Alberta Podcast Network, I love promoting the network and also all the great podcasts on it, like, for example, Cross Pollination. Uh, Kyle Marshall of Media Lab YYC hosts this podcast about creativity and creating something new through cross-pollinating or combining ideas, disciplines, skills, talents, and areas of knowledge. His guests are original cross-pollinators from different fields in different countries who develop new products, techniques, tools, new businesses, or new ways to see the world. They explain what they did, how they did it, what they learned, and how cross-pollinating can help you stay ahead of the curve. The podcast is available everywhere online if you just search Cross Pollination Podcast or click the link in the notes for this episode. Uh, Thanks again, everyone, for tuning in and look forward to seeing you next time. Ciao.